Welcome to Keeping It Real with KC. I am your host, KC Phoenix, and this is a wacky news weekend. So, <laughs> I will do a few stories. I think I'm doing three stories today for Wacky News Weekends. And also, um, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. Also, this podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and other podcasting. Bullhorn now. That, that was another one this podcast was added to, to Bullhorn. And I didn't do a daily thought yesterday. I had to take some time to myself yesterday. That was the other thing. K-I-R-W-K-C on all the social media platforms. Facebook.com forward slash K-I-R-W-K-C. Swing by the page. Give a like. All that good stuff. Same thing. K-I-R-W-K-C on Twitter, Instagram. I upload on IGD. IG TV as well. <laughs> so I do it there. And um, a few updates. Uh, I received some information from someone I'm working with on a project. I have to review their work. As soon as that's done, then I have to put the finishing touches on it and I can make the announcement hopefully in the next few days on, on what it was. Cause I contracted something out for somebody to do. And I'll, I'll make that announcement as long as everything is on the up and up. We'll see Mercury's in retrograde. So you never know. Uh, what else? Also today um, in a separate episode in this will sort of make up for me not doing a daily thought yesterday. I plan on, doing a reading. One second. Had hair on my lip or on my tongue, something, whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. So uh, what I plan on doing today is, and for anyone who needs to hear it, tarot energy reading, which it will not, be for specific signs. It's just going to be for anyone who needs to hear. It's going to be in a separate episode later. And it's going to be very informal. It's not going to be me at the table. It's going to be me sitting on the bed and just having my cards out and just letting the energy take me where the energy takes me. And I'm going to do that. So for those who follow the show and are interested in the tarot card readings that I do and you like the energy, the tarot card energy readings, this is going to be for anyone who needs to hear it. And I'll do that later on. And and whoever it resonates with, it doesn't matter what sign they are. That's who it resonates with. And I will start doing those, which those will be random, me doing them. So, yeah, just wanted to let you know that. Anyways, let me go ahead and get to this wacky news. So I'm seeing three stories. And all I see are the article titles. I don't see... I haven't read any of these articles, so I'm I will be learning about these stories as you are learning about these stories. But what I do, I go to certain websites and I specifically seek out strange or weird news for Wacky News Weekends. For those who are new to the Wacky News Weekends, I seek out strange or weird news at websites. I do searches. I do things like that. And I just look for the title. And if the title makes me give the side eye or makes me say, what the? Then that's when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with this one. 
So, I have this first story. I feel like this is too much information. Americans to consume 20 million pounds of cheese during the Super Bowl. There's one word I can think of that starts with the C and it's not cheese, but I digress. Okay, so I'm pulling up this article. Here we go. <laughs> it says, we'd be the healthiest nation in the world if we were this enthusiastic about vegetables. <laughs> the country is well on its way to making preparations for the greatest battle of the year. No, we're not talking about any military conflict. This is all about the big game, the Super Bowl. And what pops to your mind when you think about the Super Bowl? Probably football, of course, together with ridiculously expensive ads and game day snacks. Speaking of snacks, dairy farmers of Wisconsin have shared some fascinating facts. This year, according to them, American football fans will consume more than 20 million pounds of cheese. To put that in perspective, the obscene amount of cheese is equal to 1.7 million cheese wheels. If that's not graphic enough for you, how about this? It'd be enough cheese to fill every single NFL stadium in the country. There's a stereotype of Americans covering every edible thing with tons of cheese. Apparently, that might not be all so far-fetched after all. Chief Marketing Officer for Wisconsin Cheese says that the situation of the world is largely to blame for the nation's hunger for lipids. Cheese has always been a game day staple, but this year we're seeing record-breaking cheese sales and a huge increase in game day recipe searches. In 2020, U.S. cheese sales rose 13%. That means that over the last year, Americans bought more cheese than any other year on record. The desire for recipes with cheese, the ultimate comfort food, coupled with the continued craze for... Okay, wait a second. I was getting ready to say tchotchke, but that's not it. Chartery boards. I know what boards they're talking about. Chartery boards ensues that cheese will be the, will, the real winner of the big game. And it says hardworking farmers to produce the ungodly amounts of cheese we devour on game day. Dairy farmers have had to take some drastic measures. Otherwise, stocks might run low. Many of our state cheesemakers have added extra shifts and secured extra space to accommodate all the orders, not to mention adapt their businesses to accommodate the sudden jump in online cheese orders from consumers across the country. The owner of the Wisconsin Cheese Mart confirms that cheese is indeed flying off the shelves. We are planning to triple our fulfillment capacity in the coming months. We saw a huge increase in our online sales thanks to shifting customer demand. It's no wonder that cheese is in high demand. Google Trends has published data on the popular game day foods in the U.S. and they tell a truly artery-clogging story. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't going to say it out loud, but they said it out loud, so okay. 
Based on unique Google searches, the search engine giant determined that most sought after Super Bowl snack in each state. In 28 states, more than half the country, in case, you, in case you're as bad at, at math as this author. The most popular food includes some cheeses. Dips are the most common kind of snack. With 13 states going for dip variety out of all of them, buffalo chicken dip takes the lead, being the snack of choice in six states. Buffalo chicken dip, at least according to Frank's, contains both cream cheese and blue cheese. Behind buffalo chicken is the seven-layer dip, which was the most popular food in Arizona, Colorado, Louisiana, and Washington. Other cheesy treats wolfed down in various states include cheeseburger sliders, nachos, white quesos, and grilled cheese sandwiches. Some states' favorite dish might not contain cheese itself, but we're ready to bet they're sprinkling some cheese on top of it. We're looking at you here, Massachusetts, with your chili. And then there's New Hampshire, where the most popular game day food is lasagna. Okay, see, that's why I like doing these news stories sometimes, especially with sports stuff too, because you learn something new every day. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, yeah, in New Hampshire, the popular game day food is lasagna. Go figure. Anyways, back to the article. The dish, of course, includes cheese, but that doesn't really strike us as a convenient football watching food. It says, but you can't subsist on cheese alone. Since the situation of the world, football fans being in their homes are expecting an increased demand. One of them is Frito-Lay the country's largest producer of snacks in chip form. The company expects to see a 21% increase in snack sales this year compared to 2020. Americans continue to look for familiarity and comfort in their favorite foods as the situation of the world has continued. And we expect that trend to remain in the weeks leading up to game day as 80% of adults think Super Bowl isn't complete without snacks and dips. Hmm. Similarly, the National Chicken Council, yes, there's a National Chicken Council, expects football lovers to devour a record-breaking 1.42 billion chicken wings. Oh, wow. Over Super Bowl weekend. I'm going to read that again. The National Chicken Council expects football lovers to devour a record-breaking 1.42 billion B as in boy, billion chicken wings over the Super Bowl weekend. That's enough chicken wings to circle the earth three times if you laid them down end to end. If you think about it, restaurants like wing joints and pizza places were built around takeout and delivery. So they didn't have to change their business model that much during the issue that's happening in the world. As long as people are sitting around TV, as long as people are sitting around watching TV and maybe drinking a beer, wings will remain in the game. Enjoy your game day weekend, but try not to consume all that cheese and chicken wings on your own. Your arteries will thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the story. Now, another what I consider a weird story. 
smuggler caught with 1,000 cacti strapped to her body. You can't make this stuff up. Lately, smugglers have been making headlines more than usual. Just last week, we brought you a story of a man who tried to bring 74 chameleons to Austria in his suitcase. Now, New Zealand judges have handed out a sentence for another would-be smuggler. But this time, it was a much pricklier case. Answer us this. If you tried to smuggle cacti, how would you do it unless you're some kind of hardcore masochist? You probably wouldn't strap them to your body, but that is, that was just what this lady did. On March 24th, 2000, on, yeah, March 24th, 2019, New Zealand's biosecurity officials apprehended Wendy Lee, according to the New Zealand Ministry of Primary Industries. The now 38-year-old woman who sells succulents and cacti on the Trade Me website was returning from her trip to China. We can assume that she had gone abroad to acquire some more stock. That's because officials found 947 cacti and succulents attached to her body. You'd imagine having just one cactus pressed against your skin would be unbearable, let alone nearly 1,000 of them. For a smuggler, Lee is one iron lady. Among the plants were eight endangered and threatened species. The total value of Lee's haul was more than $7,000. That's one heck of a heap of cacti. As we mentioned, on the day of her arrest, Lee had just disembarked her flight from China at the Auckland International Airport. As she was going through the customs, naturally saying she had nothing to declare, a detector dog started giving her some unwanted attention. Lee, determined not to get caught, decided that it was time to dump her illicit cargo. With customs officials telling her, she started wandering from one airport bathroom to another. With each visit, she tried to dispose of a number of plants by flushing them down the drain or throwing them in the trash. But the MPI officials got ahead of her. MPI officers prevented the evidence from, from being destroyed and conducted a full search of the toilet area where a large amount of plant material was found, the MPI said in a statement. In one men's room trash can, the authorities found three stockings filled with cacti. When they searched Lee, they found even more stockings wrapped around her body, each containing a haul of plants. This wasn't the only time Lee had tried bringing unauthorized plants into the country. In a separate offending, she was caught with 142 illegal seeds in her luggage hidden inside commercially packaged iPad covers. Wow, she is really smuggling. Not only that, she was carrying wet moldy lumps of paper containing more than 200 plant pots and garden ornaments. Inside one plant pot was also an unlucky snail that Lee had unwittingly taken on a trip. <laughs> oh my goodness. On February 3rd, Lee faced Judge um, McElrath in the Manico District Courts. The starting point for the sentencing was 15 months in prison. 
Lucky for Lee, though, she ended up not going to jail. Instead, the judge sentenced her to 12 months of intense, intensive supervision and 100 hours of community service. According to another news network, intensive supervision is a community-based sentence under New Zealand law. It requires the sentence to report to a probation officer on a regular basis, among other possible requirements. The sentencing serves as a good reminder that anyone who smuggles plants or other endangered species into New Zealand can expect to be prosecuted, said Simon Anderson, the MPI regional team manager for compliance investigations. It's important to remember that bringing unauthorized plants into the country by any method, whether smuggling through the border in person or receiving products by mail, puts New Zealand's biosecurity at risk. And speaking of biosecurity, New Zealand takes that stuff very seriously. As an island nation, the country's flora and fauna are particularly vulnerable to invasive species. The New Zealand government strictly limits what you're allowed to bring into land, into land of Kiwi, of the Kiwi bird. In fact, the Biosecurity Trailblazers New Zealand enacted the world's first Biosecurity Control Act in 1993. New Zealand's list of prohibited biological items includes most food products such as meat, dairy, honey, and fruits. It is actually possible to import some plants and agricultural products, but that requires a strict biosecurity screening. That's something Lee naturally neglected to do when attempting to smuggle her cacti through customs. (laughs) On its website, MPI has an impressive list of information that anyone bringing plants into New Zealand should have on hand before entering customs. The list includes knowing the precise origin of the plants, in-depth understanding of packaging and sanitary requirements, and pre-booked post-screening and treatment. You know what? Maybe it's easier to not even try bringing anything living in New Zealand. So, yeah. That is it for that wacky news story. (laughs) And I will read a final one. And this one also made me raise an eyebrow. Scientists teach spinach to send emails. I had to pause to let that marinate for a second. And I'm going to read the title again. Scientists teach spinach to send emails. Yeah. Animals can be surprisingly smart. Mammals, birds, octopuses, and even insects have wowed people with some impressing feats of intelligence. But nobody would ever claim that plants are particularly intelligent forms of life, or so we thought, until scientists taught spinach how to send emails. You read that right. I know some people who are listening to this podcast right now are like, why didn't you leave with that story? Because I wanted to save the best for last. That's why. (laughs) Okay, back to the story. You read that right. Engineers from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, for those who don't know, have equipped spinach with the ability to fire off emails. Granted, saying that the spinach plant itself is sending the email is a bit of an exaggeration. In reality, the plant is hooked to a monitoring device 
that fires off an email with certain con when certain conditions are fulfilled. But still, it's groundbreaking in the sense that a crop can now communicate with the farmer. This is a novel demonstration of how we have overcome the plant-human communication barrier. The Spanish Studies lead author, Professor Mark Strano, told Euronews. So spinach, or any other vegetable for that matter, won't be filling your inbox with spam anytime soon. But farmers and environmentalists could benefit from having their plants talk to them. But how does spinach email actually work? Let's find out. You will be spinach immolated. The spinach case study is part of a field of research called plant nanobiotics. It sounds like something from a B-class science fiction movie, but it's a real field of study. Plant nanobiotics. Hold on. Mercury's in retrograde. Let me slow down. <laughs> plant nano. Bionics. <laughs> Try saying that three times fast. Plant nanobionics. <laughs> Plant nanobionics involves the research and engineering of electric systems and components that can be fitted into plants. Essentially, the scientists are empowering plants with new abilities by turning them into cyborgs. In this case, though, Strano and his team didn't exactly turn spinach into the Borg. All they did was fit the plant with an infrared camera. When a spinach roots, when a spinach's roots detect a compound called nanomatics, hold on, um, no, nanorheumatics, that's it, called nanorheumatics in groundwater, the plant leaves start emitting a specific signal. The camera picks up the signal and sends an email to warn the recipient about potential explosives. Oh yeah, that's nanoromantics. <laughs> They're an explosive substance used in landmines, among other delightful imple implements of destruction. <laughs> so the researchers managed to turn a spinach plant into a biological mine detector. Suppose that'll come in handy somewhere. Although Strano carried out the initial experiments on explosives, his goal isn't turning leafy vegetables into military tools. The bigger benefit of the project, according to the researchers, could come from monitoring environmental changes. Plants are very good analytical chemists. They have an extensive root network in the soil, are constantly sampling groundwater, and have a way to self-power the transport of that water up into the leaves, Strano explained. He added that plants were idly positioned to monitor their environment. Fitted with the research team's technology, they could warn research and environmental organizations about pollution and other problems before their effects became clear in more negative ways. For example, Strano has managed to incorporate nanoparticles in, into plants to change the ways they photosynthesize. This way, he was able to get the plants to detect nitric oxide, which is a pollutant created by combustion. Plants are very environmentally responsive. They know that there is they know that there's going to be a drought long before we do. They can detect small changes in the properties of soil and water potential. If we tap into those chemical signaling pathways, 
there is a wealth of information to access. Just imagine how many issues farmers could avoid if their plants informed them whenever something was wrong, or if cities could monitor air pollution through plants in their peaks. These scientists might just be on to something. But there's more to spinach than just sending emails. Another research team from an American university is looking into turning the nutritious leafy greens into power cells. A lead scientist a lead scientist explained that spinach could be turned into carbon nanosheets. They could act as catalysts that make metal air batteries and fuel cells more efficient. Metal air batteries could offer a more energy efficient alternative to replace traditional lithium ion batteries. That is, your future smartphone battery could include some spinach in it. This work suggests that suitable catalysts can be made from an oxygen reduction reaction from natural resources. Spinach is a particularly attractive option since its high iron and nitrogen content makes it a great catalyst. So spinach is not only healthy, it's energy efficient. The method we tested can produce highly active carbon-based catalysts from spinach, which is a renewable biomass. In fact, we believe it outperforms commercial platinum catalysts in both activity and stability. Imagine that, a spinach-powered future. What a time to be alive. Those are my wacky news stories. And for the most part, they were pretty educational too. (laughs) So that's all I got. I wanted to throw all of this out here today. I learned some new things as well. I'm sure you did too, if you stuck with me all the way to the end. And thank you if you did. And as for the other episode today, it's going to be in anybody who needs to hear tarot card energy reading that I will do. KIRWKC.com, a podcasting platform. And if you're watching this on YouTube or Daily Motion, don't forget to hit the subscribe button followed by the notification bell. That will let you know when I upload new videos. And sharing is caring, so don't forget to share. Until next time, be blessed.